0: Hello, and welcome to the latest Aeon Pensions podcast, focusing on providing behavioural insights to help you navigate through resettlement decisions. I'm your host, Karen Gainsford, and I'm joined today by Hannah Lewis of Behave London. Hannah, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background?
1: Oh, I suffered 20 years in asset management, and when I could take it no more, I jumped out to run a behavioral insight agency, which is Behave London, based on the fact that I had read every book, research, paper, and everything, and it was my passion to use behavioral science. So most of the work we do is work in the finance area. So in terms of getting people to save, make better financial decisions.
0: So today we are focusing on risk settlement decisions. Should longevity risk be removed by entering into a longevity swap or a bull community contract? And we're going to be looking at that through the behavioural science lens. Now, behavioural science, it's an area of increasing interest. Someone might even say sort of a buzzword. Hannah, why is it actually relevant to our listeners?
1: Well, I'm assuming your listeners are humans and humans make mistakes. So we use our emotions to help us make decisions. And you find that people that have um, what's a broken bit of their brain, so if they amygdala in their brain, which processes emotion and fear, doesn't work very well, it gets in the way of decision making. So we literally need our emotions to help us make decisions. But that means that quite a lot of our decisions are emotion led. And so when we're trying to make good, clear decisions, we're trying to take emotion out of the picture, look at what those behavioral biases are and remove them from our decision making or at least mitigate them as much as we can. Now, that doesn't mean that we're perfect once we've done that. Um, None of us is perfect. So it's one thing knowing that we do have behavioral biases, but it's a very different thing to mitigate those to make good decisions. So we need to be constantly vigilant against them.
0: Okay, so I guess that given the importance of de-risking decisions, it really is imperative that trustees and sponsors have awareness of those potential biases.
1: So being aware of those biases definitely gives you an advantage. So for trustees and sponsors to know that they will have these biases crop up, and that it does occur in very particular parts of the decision making that we're familiar with. Um, there are the same things that come up time and time and again that tend to affect people when they're trying to make big decisions pay a lot of money now for an event that's a long way off in the future, such as de-risking, or just taking that pain of paying now.
0: So a Commission commissioned research in early 2019 with Behave London to find out trustees' understanding and views on longevity risk. Hannah, can you tell us a little bit about that research?
1: Yeah, so one of the things we did as part of the research, as well as a literature review, we went out and looked at all the information that already existed on de-risking to see if a trustee could go in and find all the information they needed easily to understand the process. The short answer to that is no, um, that information didn't exist. Nobody had written a kind of end-to-end guide to help trustees navigate the process. And then on top of that, we spoke to trustees, both independent and lay, um, legal advisors and administrators, so everyone involved in the process to understand what de-risking looks like and what everyone's perspectives are on the process.
0: Okay. And what were the key findings?
1: So the key findings were that um, ambiguity really gets in the way. So when we don't understand a process, it's really hard for us to engage with it, which makes sense if you think about it. You're not going to um, buy something that you don't fully understand. And taking on de-risking is the same as any shopping process. You need to understand what it is you're getting. And for most of us, we need a mental model. We need an understanding of what process, what the world looks like so that we can understand what we would be engaging with and what we need to think about. So what we found is there's a huge difference in the range of understanding of trustees. A lay trustee told me that they hadn't um, heard the word bind until they'd actually done one. So We get this curse of knowledge from the side of advisors, you know, um, lawyers and so on, where we're very familiar with the process and we forget that someone is coming to it new and they don't understand it at all. And then there were a number of decisions where both trustees and employers could get stuck. And that's what we found is there were certain behavioral biases that cropped up and that were familiar across the process and that there was a way to talk about those and bring those to light to help trustees and employers make better decisions during the process.
0: Yeah, so from my perspective, I can certainly understand that the process looks sort of um, complex and unwieldy from the outside. You know, lots of decisions that need to be taken potentially over an extended period of time. So it doesn't surprise me that sort of ambiguity or lack of clarity really does hinder trusty decision-making.
1: Exactly. A key output of the research was that We knew that we had to make the process transparent for people and easy to understand. We had to remove that ambiguity, make it easy for them to create a mental model of what the process looks like, what to expect, what kind of happens at every stage. And we know from behavioral science that when you give people this mental model, it's much easier for them to then delve into and understand the detail. So it's starting with the big picture, fleshing out the steps and then giving you a kind of rounded understanding. So that's definitely one of the key outputs that we knew we needed to pull together. And that's one of the things that we've done. As well as this output, which is a written guide to going through the process, there's also um, training, which I think is a very important part of what, you know, risk settlement advisor like Aeon does is taking people through the process, allowing them to ask questions, clearing up any ambiguity that comes up during the process. And it is very much that kind of learning loop of talking to people, understanding where they get stuck, and then clearing the way for them to understand it better.
0: And I think as Aon, we would, we would see that training is ongoing throughout the process. Yeah, we can, we can give the key highlights early on in terms of how these transactions generally play out in practice. But the number of decisions that are needed, yeah, we'll break them down into probably four key stages. And I think that's that fits quite well with the way that the, the guide has been drafted to pick off each of those four key stages and the behavioural biases that might come into play in each of those key decisions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's very much that case for explaining the process as it happens. It tends to be that we found a lot of the literature that already existed was very much talking about it from a very specific perspective. You know, it was always talking about it from the insurer's perspective or, you know, the advisor's perspective and very little about it being from the trustee's perspective. Like, what does the actual journey look like? What are the things I need to consider? I think that's incredibly powerful to just engage with something new when we don't understand something that's big and amorphous. you know, we need to wrap our heads around it. And it's very hard to start with the detail unless we've got the big picture.
0: Great. Well, thanks for your insights, Hannah. That just leaves me to thank you, Hannah, for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it for today. So thank you for joining us. You've been listening to the latest edition of the Aeon Pensions podcast, focusing on providing behavioural insights to help you navigate through resettlement decisions with me, Karen Gainsford, and my guest, Hannah Lewis of Behave London. If you need any further information on Aon Retirement Solutions or the guide that we've referred to today, you can contact us by visiting our website or email us on talktous at aon.com.